Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening and welcome to Sages Among Us on KVMR. Once again, my name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Sages Among Us. And my guest tonight is Louise Reed, Executive Director of United Way of Nevada County. A little bit about Louise. After living in the Bay Area for many years, Louise moved to a small farm in Grass Valley in October 2021 and began working with United Way as their executive director in 2022. She has a background in advertising and marketing, including creating brands, being a brand ambassador, developing and executing communication strategies, and defining messaging used in all communications, both online and offline. She has been extremely involved in volunteering with children, working as a PTA president at two different schools, and a board member for the Alameda Education Foundation and the Alameda Soccer Club. She currently volunteers for Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America, a nationwide group of over 8 million volunteers working towards common sense gun laws. She's excited to help United Way of Nevada County provide strong support to local community partners and fill gaps in our social services here locally. Louise, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Oh, thank you for having me, Taylor. I'm doing great. It's fun and really nice to be here. Likewise, we're, we're really excited to have you here and learn a little bit more about, um, you know, your involvement in the community and how it's been working for United Way and how other people can get involved, too. Um, so to start out, just tell us a little bit about your background before moving to the, to the area, to Grass Valley. You lived in the Bay Area. Are you a California native or tell us a little bit about how you, how you came to be here? I'm not. Although I've lived more than half my life in California, I grew up, um, I was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and I grew up in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Um, our family was always very civically engaged. Um, the joke in my family is that it's, you must vote. Like, voting is an absolute must. You can't not vote. So, uh, we talked a lot about politics and a lot about our communities and kind of were always involved ever since I was young. Yeah. And so was it just that slow move out towards the, the West Coast? You said Washington, too, right? And then uh, down to the Bay Area? Uh, so I moved. Uh, I was in Washington, D.C., and then I lived in New York for a couple of years and uh, moved to uh, San Francisco when I was 27 years old. Oh, wow. So I've been out here for quite a long time yeah yeah it definitely probably feels like home now it in does. a lot of ways finally does yeah <laughs> um so you said your your family was very civically engaged growing up no cho choice but to vote uh which is great um were there any particular experiences growing up that led you towards the path that you are on today being involved with nonprofits and very civically engaged in volunteerism um, well, possibly more uh, social services. I mm -hmm. uh, worked on Capitol Hill when I was in college and, um, and then, then moved to New York and 
probably as most people in their early 20s do I was somewhat involved and happy to protest and um, but wasn't really all that interested in doing much more than that um, I think I really got involved as far as volunteering when my children were young mm-hmm so that's sort of when the volunteering started and added to everything else. All right. And in, a, in addition to, you know, your advocacy, it sounds like, in your 20s and um, being involved in politics, you also have this background in advertising and marketing, which can really pair together quite nicely. So can you tell us a little bit about that career path and um, what led you to advertising and marketing? I... Uh, I got my first job out of college. I was uh, I started out as the receptionist and ended up as a junior account manager at a small agency in Washington, D.C., and then I decided to move to New York. And I worked in the Chrysler Building and um, got to work with some amazing, very creative people. Um, but in the, er, in the mid-'80s, San Francisco kind of became the place to be if you wanted to really work in advertising and marketing, and so I moved moved out to San Francisco. I got a job offer um, with a kind of a, a multinational firm, and then from there, I ended up working for a firm called Hauranian Partners, which is known for Bartles and James and Saturn and a lot of other really great advertising and uh, that it, it certainly helps with all of my volunteer work. Um, I learned how to advocate for myself. I learned how to communicate with people. It's mm-hmm. when you're around amazing writers and art directors, being creative and understanding how to get people's attention does really help in almost anything you want to do. How long did you stay in that career path for? Um, I, for quite a while, I, I stayed in until about 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. and then I really wanted to work specifically on more advocacy work and more volunteerism, um, so I took a couple of years off, um, and then COVID hit, and we decided that it was time to leave the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And. You, it sounds like before you left the Bay Area, you were involved with those volunteer efforts around children mm-hmm. there. Was there a certain moment or, or thing that got you volunteering and really kind of pivoted you maybe less from marketing in the corporate setting and more towards that nonprofit social services and civic engagement piece of your life? Well, I, I actually volunteered for quite a while before I would say my real pivot came but um, I first started volunteering in public schools Um, they are a great place to start volunteering I highly recommend it to anyone and everyone who has a kid and maybe has a couple of hours or you don't even have to have a child but it kind of makes it a little bit more fun there's so many different things to that schools need and so much help they you can do reading groups you can you can do all sorts of PTA things and put on events and raise money for schools. Um, and I kind of decided that I wanted to do any and all of it. Our local school was desperate for parents to be involved, and I loved going to reading groups and helping kids learn how to read. That was probably one of my favorites. But you know, raising money and and uh, 
my kids' elementary school needed a new play structure. We worked our little butts off and made sure that we got them a new one. So it was really fun. It's, it's a great way to get super involved in volunteering. Yeah. But the pivot really came when um, my youngest, my daughter, um, was a freshman in college. Um, she went to University of Santa Barbara, and in the spring of 2014, there was a mass shooting mm -hmm. there. Um, she wasn't hurt, but she was very affected by it, and the whole community was obviously very affected by it. Six people were killed, and several were wounded, um, and it just... It's a hard thing to go through as a freshman in college. It's a hard thing to go through for anyone. Um, mm -hmm. So that really was my pivot. That's when I, yeah, after kind of the anger and sadness went away, I felt like I needed to do something to make things better um, for our entire country if I could, but even on a local level. And that's when I got involved with Moms Demand Action. And it sounds like that's a pretty big organization. It's nationwide, 8 million, I think yeah. you had in your bio. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that organization, uh, the efforts you've been involved in, and you know how other people could get involved, too, if they wanted to? Sure. So um, uh, it, it is a big organization, but it's also split up by state and by local areas. Um, so there are many local areas. The closest one to us is Truckee and Folsom. Those two have local Moms Demand Action groups where you can get involved on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you uh, work on things like school ordinances, making sure that the school, that parents, that the schools are safe as well as parents um, secure their guns at home so that children don't get a hold of them. Um, we worked on the red flag laws, which are um, people who are having uh, mental health issues. Um, if they have weapons, those weapons can be legally taken from them um, for a short amount of time to make sure that they're okay when they get their weapons back. Mm -hmm. um, we worked on, um, geez, what else? We had a lot this last fall. There were eight different bills. Um, you know, I'm not coming up with specifically, but it's all anything that has to do with keeping us a little bit safer with mm -hmm. guns. We're not trying to take people's guns away. We're trying just to make sure that everyone in the household is, is safe. Yeah, that's fascinating. Really goes from the national policy level down to how you can be engaged in the local level um, yep. with our local school systems, too. Yep. Um, and then, you know, you've really made this shift not only for marketing and communications. You have this passion and the shift with volunteerism, um, but kind of veered towards social services and filling that gap with United Way. So is there another piece that has always drawn you towards social services? Is it just the activism in your young age or um, is it just what you're drawn to? I think I really just enjoy helping people that it's there's a very special kind of joy that comes from helping someone in your community or helping your community out. Um, I was probably here for, we had moved here, and I was maybe here for a week when a friend of mine said that she had signed up to do um, a homeless 
uh, camp cleanup with mm-hmm. Hospitality House and uh, wanted to know if I wanted to come with her. And I was like, I absolutely do. And we spent a very long day cleaning up homeless camps, but it was amazing. By the end of the day, I was like, wow, look what we did for our community. And it, it felt like a good day. It mm-hmm. was a day well spent. So I went home and talked to my husband about how we really need to get more involved in the community and do more community fun things that just make me feel better and hopefully makes our community a little bit safer, a little bit better, and people in better shape. Yeah. Um, And now we're kind of to the point, I mean, you moved to Grass Valley pretty recently in Mm -hmm. October 2021. Um, Was our engaged community or like the activism you see here, was that something that drew you to the area or what brought you to, to this area in particular from the Bay Area? Uh, no, it wasn't activism. I, this area is so amazingly beautiful um, that I am just in awe of the sunrises and the sunsets and uh, our beautiful little mountains, the it, all the trails that you can hike on, the lakes, the rivers. It's just, I think it was the natural beauty of this area that really brought me here. We had some friends who already lived up here. Um, One of the things that I clearly remember is the first time we came to visit our friends, we went for a hike at Empire Mine. And as we're walking around, I said, it smells like camp. And that's, it's just, it's, such a beautiful place to live and I think that's what we were looking for more than anything was a little bit of open space and a little bit of natural beauty and it's all right here it's amazing really amazing we are really lucky in this area um, and it sounds like you you really found you know a uh, some places to put your energy to it started with this camp cleanup so what other things did you start to get involved in when you did move to the area more. <laughs> well, honestly, I really didn't have much time to get involved in much else. I was starting to look into um, different things like Sierra Harvest because we do have room to grow our own food on our land. So we started to do that a little bit. Um, but I was looking at the Foothill Weekly. It was even before we got the union. And I noticed that United Way was looking for an executive director and um i decided i would just put my name in the hat and see what happened and here you are and here i am (laughs) so tell us what tell us about united way what is united way what does united way of nevada county do uh well as you know united way is a worldwide organization and it's set up very similar to moms demand action they have state united ways they have local united ways and In a sense, while we are intermingled, we are all independent. So for example, all of um, everything that we do, we do in this community. All the money that we raise comes from this community and goes into this community. Um, It doesn't come from big corporate people or anything like that. Um, What United Way's goal is, is to, as you said earlier, is to fill in the gaps of social services. So we work with a variety of community partners and try and figure out how we can help them kind of with their wish list. So Mm -hmm. are they 
Is there a program that they've always wanted to get off the ground, but they don't have enough volunteers or they don't have enough, quite enough money? So we can help a little bit with all of those things and potentially make that happen. For example, our Food Access Saturday program, we worked with our community partner, Interfaith Food Ministry, um, and found out that there are people who work, who work Monday through Friday and can't get to their regular distributions on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but who could come over the weekend. So mm -hmm. we decided to start a Saturday program, and we distrib distribute Saturday, uh, we distribute food through um, Interfaith Food Ministry every Saturday morning with all of our volunteers, and we support them financially for that as well. What are the the core gaps that United Way is seeing in our community right now that you guys look to fill? You know, that is a great question. And it is top on my list to figure out. I've been <laughs> trying, I've talked to people and I can tell you that obviously we have an unhoused population. And so that's a big concern, particularly when you have weather like we're having outside right now. Um, or when it gets really, really hot too. Mm -hmm. um, and there are, we have a senior population that needs help, and we have a veterans population that needs help. So all of those things are out there. I'm working right now to see if I can dig down a little bit deeper and figure out exactly what the community needs the most help with. So I am trying to uh, get out there with some surveys and work with a couple of different partners to see if we can come up with some answers, but I don't have the answer to that yet. I'm working on it. I'm sure it would be always ch ever changing. Too. Ever changing. Um, so what, you know, it sounds like you guys really have this dynamic relationship with your other community partners or nonprofits and filling in those gaps. So we're how, working on it. how does that, yeah, how does that work? How does that relationship get built? Um, and the ask it made or I don't know. Um, I, I think that, um, well, it could, you talk to people mm -hmm. and uh, you go out and have coffee and you figure out how you can help them and how they can maybe help you and what we could do together to make this community better. There is an incredible number of wonderful nonprofit organizations in this town. I, I find new ones every day, I feel like, but um, the people that I've met have been so dedicated and so just they love this community I, mm -hmm. I don't know how else to put it but they there is a very deep love for this community and they really all of these people want to make it better mm -hmm. um, so really that's a huge part of my job and one that I'm it's only been six months so I'm still working on it <laughs> is uh, getting out there and meeting all these wonderful people and then figuring out how we can help each other so you just mentioned it's it's only been six months, so you're still pretty fresh on the job um, and making those relationships. But coming into an organization like United Way, where you do get to fill in those gaps with so many different organizations, do you have any stories or experiences you've had so far that are have been really impactful to you of just how United Way is touching people's lives and helping to fill in those gaps? We just well, I sh shouldn't say just. Um, right before Christmas, we just finished our Project Warmth, which is um, 
where we put out boxes and have people donate uh, warm clothing, particularly coats, but coats and hats and gloves and scarves and those type of things. And um, we collected so many. I was just so amazed. Over 1,200 items of clothing that we were able to collect and then to give away to give back away to people in need and it was really incredible I got a thank you note from a five-year-old boy who got a new coat his mom came in and got a coat for herself and him and he sent us a thank you note through her it was just lovely and so many people who like it was getting chilly and there were we got calls about um, some of our community partners clients who didn't even have a coat they were unhoused and they were wearing short sleeves and so um those are the kind of things that make you feel really good Mm -hmm. um we got a donation from one of our other united ways which we were able to give to the county of nevada's um office of emergency services and we're helping with this big huge fema grant which um goes and it's you can help me remember the name. It's Access and... Functional Needs. Functional Needs. Mm-hmm. Such an interesting name for a grant. I can't... Yeah. I, they needed a marketing person on that one. <laughs> but it's helping seniors and um, people with disabilities uh, harden their land and have clearance around their homes, which is fabulous. So those are the kind of things that we have done so far. And... And the lines actually have food access Saturday, knowing that we're giving people food to eat for the week. is It's really very heartwarming and certainly makes me feel good when I go home at night. Um, how can people get involved with United Way, support your organization, whether it be donations, volunteering, whatever it may be? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have a couple of great things coming up food access saturday is always one that we need volunteers for and we've got a little button on our homepage, and we would love for people to go to uwnc.org and and sign up there we also have a donate button um and um every little bit counts so if you even have a couple of dollars we'd love to have it from you um we also are working on pulling together united ways day of action and this is done all around the world on june 24th this year where local united ways get together and come up with projects for their community and spend a day working on these projects we in the past have built fences that needed building for um, the woman's shelter we um, have done painting in different places paint, painting like painting rooms and that type of stuff um, we're going to be doing a landscape project i think this time so right now we're working with our community partners to figure out what we can be doing on that day, but we're going to need a whole bunch of volunteers, and I would love for anyone who is interested to give us a call at our offices. Um, can I tell them the number? Absolutely. Okay. 530-274-8111. Or uh, to email admin, A-D-M-I-N, at uwnc.org. And we'll put you on the list for Day of Action. should be really, really great. So those are two really big ways. We also have some fundraisers coming up that we're working on. Grills and Grills will be our 13th annual on May 13th. That's kind of nice and 
symmetry there. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really plan that. Um, and that's at Western Gateway Park. We're looking for volunteers to help us with that. But if you don't want to volunteer, please come and enjoy. It should be really fun. There's barbecue competition and live music and a car show and lots of vendors. should be really a fun time. Um, we're also going to be back at the Nevada County Fair um, on Treat Street. We'll be selling nachos again for the fair this year. Um, so we need volunteers for that as well. Lots of volunteer opportunities. Lots of volunteers. Plenty we of donations. We are run by our amazing volunteers. Absolutely. How many volunteers do you guys have, do you think? Well, we have about 200 on a list, but not all of those come out to everything. So mm -hmm. sometimes they're just on a list to be on a list. Yeah. But I'll take them anyway, <laughs> any and all. We are heading towards the bottom of our show. We've been talking to Louise Reed, who is the United Way Executive Director. Um, Louise, getting into why you do what you do, what do you get back in return for this investment in United Way? And what makes the civic engagement worthwhile for you? Well, I touched on it a little bit earlier, but... Mm -hmm. There, for me, there's really a special kind of joy that I get from helping our community. Um, you know, have you ever heard the saying that it's better to give than to receive? Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I know it sounds a little corny, but I really, you know, there are so many things that you get when you give that are just priceless, the, the smiles that you get, the heartfelt thank yous, knowing that you have done a little bit, just a little bit to make someone's life a little bit better. Yeah. That's what I get. And um, looking five years ahead or you know whatever it may be, what do you dream about doing as far as civic engagement and continuing your role as executive director and beyond? Well, I hope to still be involved with United Way. I think it's a fabulous organization, whether um, I'm still the executive director or maybe a board member or, if nothing else, a volunteer. All of those sound pretty fantastic. Um, I am very interested in environmental issues and, and want to be part of that in this community. Um, and I... I see my gun safety work probably continuing as well mm -hmm. and it sounds like you you know you've had issues that are both really important to you but also um friends that have brought you into the volunteer community or engaged you what are your recommendations for other people out there that maybe want to get more engaged in the community volunteer donate whatever it is but are struggling to find out how or figure out their path to do so well, you're welcome to call me, and I will, I'm will. i more than happy to have a long conversation about it. But um, picking what means something important to you, I think, is a really good start. Um, as I said, there are many nonprofit organizations here. Almost all of them use volunteers. So find a nonprofit organization that works in whatever it is you are passionate about. Is it seniors? Is it vets? Is it the environment? Whatever it may be, find that organization. All of them have pretty good websites, so go on and you'll see many, many opportunities to volunteer. I guarantee it. 
So uh, the Sages Among Us show started actually with a with a book which had a common theme that um, people felt our community was very special. <laughs> Do you agree with that, especially being a newer uh, member to our area? Absolutely. All right. Tell us about it. Um, well, you cannot beat the beauty. I, I, I don't. I don't know how it can get any prettier than here. Um, I love the fact that it snows a little bit, but not too much. I, uh, the sunsets and the sunrises are the most amazing I've ever seen in my life. And I look forward to waking up before the sun rises and driving home watching the sunset is just incredible. The people here are wonderful. We have been really um, people have had open arms they have been so nice to us um, I don't think we were even unpacked before five or six of our neighbors had stopped by to say hello had brought brownies and just welcomed us with open arms it's really 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 nice so uh, we love it we love this community all right. Well, Louise, thanks so much for being one of our Sages Among Us guests tonight. It was great to have Happy you Happy to be here. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah. For our listeners out there, this has been Sages Among Us on KVMR. Discover how you can make a difference by tuning in Wednesday evenings at 630. And a special thanks to our engineer tonight, Lori.